It was a scene of disappointment when two families were informed when days before the date of departure they would not be performing the much-anticipated journey of Umrah. The Patels and Anthonys were scheduled to travel with Umrah Connect International on December 22, 2017 and January 22, 2018 respectively. Naeem Patel, his wife Lutfia and their two children paid Umrah Connect International 60,000 rand to secure their booking. But we later informed that since their vaccination cards were not handed over with their passports, their visas could not be issued. While the Anthonys have requested that their story not be told at this time, Naeem Patel provides a breakdown of what transpired between his family and Umrah Connect International. In the beginning, we uh, we made deposits. I'm not going to ask people before that, so uh, we made a deposit to Umrah Connect. We were dealing with his wife, Amina Wasi. So we used to watch that for each other for details. And then all of a sudden, our cell phone was stolen. So we stopped dealing with her and then we started dealing directly with Imam. For about two or three weeks or even a month, we were, we were told by Imam Connect, which is Imam Persist, that uh, he, was, he was actually supposed to come to Johannesburg to set our passports and to collect our visas, etc. Following failed attempts to secure the trip, the Patels say they are claiming 60,000 rand from the company, which was paid into the Umrah Connect International bank account as listed on its website. My total package was 90,000 rand. It was for myself, my wife and two kids, and I paid 60,000 rand deposit. The money was paid into Umrah Connect International account. That's the name of the account. I do have proof of payment and I do have, I was given a receipt by Imam Kassif, in 60,000 was paid. And I also received an email from Amin Awahi stating that um, money was received. It's in a letter from Umrah Connect. Naeem Patel says he constantly inquired about the status of his travel arrangements. The time between our paid and the date of departure, I was in contact with Umrah Connect on a daily basis via WhatsApp, via phone calls, via email stating what's the process, what's the status of my flights, etc., etc. And every time I called the officers, they stated, no, everything is uh, in the process of getting finalized. Your visas and your tickets will be emailed to you as soon as possible. Like I said, this was an ongoing basis. Then Imam actually came to my home. He spent the night with us. He collected our passport and it was taken to Cape Town the next day. And we still followed up with them, stating what's the process of our visas and application of our tickets and all that. Then uh, it came to a stage where... I think the week before we flew, we decided, no, I need to make, I need to exercise to Cape Town to see what's happening. Because uh, we were told that uh, our visas were denied, was, was rejected due to uh, us not giving them our vaccination. So when he collected my passports, he signed. I actually even showed him copies of my vaccination card. And he stated to me, no, I don't need it because we've got it already. One week before they were scheduled to leave for Umrah, the Patels were informed that they would not be flying. The absence of their vaccination cards tabled as the reason by Umrah Connect International. It was a week before I was supposed to fly. That's when, when Shamil called me and told me, no, my visas was rejected because my vaccination card wasn't given to today. Like I say, that's not my duty to ask for vaccination cards. Uh, just to go back a few uh, weeks, I also picked up that Umrah Connect didn't take my ID photos when Imam came to Janusburg. 
So I actually contacted Shambil and told him, uh, Imam forgot to collect my ID photos, can I courier to Cape Town? And that's all done. So if Umar Connect followed the processes of booking visas and tickets, they would have said, no, I don't have vaccination cards for these four individuals. Please, let's make a plan to get into Cape Town. They didn't follow that process. I got it in email. He told me that it's not necessary. He told me you don't have to follow the biometric process. Probably a week or two or even three weeks before our date of departure. I was also doing a Dubai stopover with him. And then about three or four weeks before my departure, I told uh, my, my wife called Shamil and explained to me, we also stopping in Dubai. He, was under, he, he didn't even ever look at a contract. He wasn't, he wasn't even aware that we were stopping over in Dubai. So they threw up a contract, etc., stating that they'll provide us visas and tickets with MLS. But the guy working in the office wasn't aware that we were stopping over in Dubai. So what they're looking at and what they're actually doing was, like I said, talking cheese. They weren't even actually following. To be honest with you, like, I did not once did they pick up the phone and phone during the two months, from the 21st of October to the 22nd before I flew to Kita. Not once. It was always myself and my wife calling in my corner to find out what's happening, what's the process, what's being done, etc., etc. When I went to Cape Town on the Tuesday, I think it was uh, the week before the 22nd, I can't recall the date, I sat for Charmil in an office during the day I spent in Cape Town. Naeem Patel proceeded to arrange his visas through a friend, something he says Umrah Connect International failed to do in the time they were afforded. So there's a friend of mine who also is in the travel industry. So I told him this is a situation I'm in, in at the moment with uh, the three people I've booked with. So I told him, can you organize for me my Umrah visas? So he said, no, it's fine. Let me just send me your pictures of your IDs and your, your passport and your, 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 your passport photos. So I sent it to him. And then Shamil also gave me the go-way to approve the submitting of the visas because he said he can't get it done. And I got my visas decided. With my friend. So what they couldn't get done in two months, he got done in three years. When you apply for Umrah visa before the biometrics was in place, you first need to get a MOFA code. Once the MOFA code is issued, then only do you take your passport to the embassy with your vaccination card. So when Imam is saying my visa was rejected because of my uh, vaccination card not attached, that's a lie. Because only once your MOFA code is issued by the embassy, then are you allowed to take your passport. Patel says no airline tickets were issued on his name. To be honest with you, I said what Umar Connect in their office. I saw how they operate. So like I say, they don't deal directly with agents or airlines. They work with a true third-party vendors. So for example, the airline tickets, they deal with the fine white travel. It's a guy the name of Umar Karolia. And the um, are from one-stop travel. So they actually using third-party vendors to process all the tickets. That's why they, they struggle with what they're doing. When they visa, they don't deal directly with the embassy. They deal through a company called Continental Visa. So that's why, like I said, they're struggling. They don't know the process. Just to add on, so when I sat with uh, Sami on uh, Tuesday, he told me, no, he can organize the ticket fast on Friday. But you should try and process your own visa, even though I couldn't assist you with that. Hopefully you can start to fly on Friday or Saturday. So I say, no problem. Let my, let my friend get the visa for me and then you sort out the tickets. So I emailed the register from One Stop Travel and Tours and said, do you have tickets for Friday? So she says, yes, I do. He said, okay. He doesn't lock them or book them on my name. When I come to Joburg on Wednesday, I get an email from him stating, no, you didn't lock the tickets. So the ticket has been given to someone else. You see, that's what we were dealing with on a two-month basis. So that's how they were actually working with us. I don't know what is meant for data agents. They should, they should know what exactly is, is it being used for. 
Like I say, you can't be using the entire sixty thousand for accommodation, because majority of majority of your money for any for any for any holiday is your flights. No airline ticket was issued on my name. So when I dealt with Amina Wahi in the interim, she emailed me. I can send it to you. She emailed me a flight itinerary. So what they do is they go into Emirates website. They say, okay, I'm planning to go for Umrah via Jordan, etc. So they give you a flight itinerary, but nothing was issued on my name. In his initial communication with the company, Patel says he did not interact with an office manager, but with the company's spiritual guide, Imam Fasih Adams. The after communicating with the newly appointed office manager, Shamil Abbas. The majority of the times was via WhatsApp and a phone call. 80% of the times he didn't even answer his phone because he's always busy or he's busy with some mortuary. Or, but mm. like I say, the process we followed was Amina Awaki. Then her phone was stolen. We couldn't get all of her. That's what the reason was given to us. Then we went over to Imam Fasir and then uh, Shamil took over. When the Patels began communicating with a newly appointed office manager, Naeem Patel says he received minimal detail about the status of his family's travel arrangements. And we call him, he just told us that no, he's busy in the process of getting everything organized. Like I say, that was the only thing that was told us. Don't worry, don't worry, everything's in place. You'll get your visas by next week, your tickets will be given to you. Even the hotels, hotels was a problem because the hotels there at times, you can't even find them on Google Maps. So my wife and I asked them, please email us the location of the hotel, if it goes to the Haram, which side of the Haram. Even till the last day, until I got to Cape Town, he emailed me uh, few pictures, but still today you can't find those hotels in Makkah uh, Medina. And the excuse I was told is because we took the budget package, so they told us because of budget accommodation, you can't actually find those hotels. Following a failure by Umrah Connect International to reimburse the Patels on dates that the company agreed upon, the Mu'atamirin have since threatened legal action if they are not reimbursed. Just to go back into history, because uh, when Shamil and the Imam, we had a conversation in December, they stated to me that they were going to pay me my complete 60000 and back to me by the 12th of January. So when the 12th of January came, they said they were going to make two payments, the 20 grand and the 40 grand, but both payments were going to be done by before the 12th of January. So when the 12th of January came, all they did was put 10000 in my account. Until today, that outstanding balance still needs to be paid. The only thing they tell me is they don't have money. If they're using the excuse that they booked hotels or reserved hotels for my trip, how can you book hotels when you haven't got visa? You need to book hotels once you've got your visa and your tickets in place. So they're using that excuse now that entire money was used for booking hotels, but... No visas were given to me, no airline tickets were given to me. So the excuse they use, no, they don't have money to pay. And I always ask them the question, what was done with that money? They use the excuse, no, we don't have access to that account. Imam says, Shamil has access to that account. Shamil says, Imam Fasif has access to that account. The last time I spoke to Shamil, he told me, no, you need to get print out some statements of that specific account to see how the money came in and how the money exited the account. Now, like I said, that's the only excuse I've been given, that Imam is account holder and Shamil doesn't have access, and, and Imam plays the same card, where he says Shamil is the office administrator and he's in charge of all the banking transactions. So it's a blame game at the moment, yeah. Umrah Connect International has since indicated that it would be reimbursing both the Patels and the Anthonys by the end of March, the date the company plans to take a group of 35 Mu'atamirin on this spiritual journey. According to what they told me, also I spoke to Imam last week or two weeks ago, he told me before they fly with this group in March, they're going to pay me my full money.
His words were exactly what to me. He was one who goes to his attorneys, a so-called attorneys. I don't know what attorneys is using. And he was one who emailed me a letter stating he was going to pay me back before end of March. I'm still waiting for the letter. You need to ask. Naeem Patel is now demanding answers about what happened to the 60,000 rand instalment that he paid for himself and his family. But I think they're incompetent. They don't know what they're doing, to be honest. Just a deep description of uh, when I tell you they don't know what they're doing. When I got to Cape Town, they didn't have data to go onto the internet. They used my modem to actually download all the emails. And uh, secondly, I think we're dealing with fraudulent people. Uh, so someone is taking funds from the account and using the telephone. That's where I want to actually come in to play and find out who exactly is using these funds. They've never followed process from day one. I recently sat down with the co-founder and spiritual leader of Umrah Connect International, Imam Fasih Adams, and here is what he had to say. We are speaking to the co-founder and spiritual leader of Umrah Connect International, Imam Fasih Adams, and one of the Mu'tamirin that is scheduled to travel with Umrah Connect International, Rahima September. Now, we have received a number of complaints regarding Umrah Connect International. These complaints relate to two families who were scheduled to leave at the end of last year and early this year. If Imam, in your own words, can clarify what went wrong. I am the spiritual leader of Umrah Connect. When it comes to office work, there is office workers and office bearers. I am not going to elaborate much on everything because this case is prejudiced. It is with the law and I've spoken to my our attorneys and they've guided me not to speak much on the case since it is already, a summons is already issued against uh, Umrah Connect. But nevertheless, be that as it may, and because there was office workers, there was somebody in charge of our bookings, you know, ensuring that our Mu'atamirin have a, a safe travel and that everything is booked accordingly. However, there has been mismanagement and misappropriation Who's in the office. Who is this person? Um, I, I'm not at liberty to mention the person's name at the moment. At the time, how many people worked in the office? There were two people in the office. So this person was the office manager? One of the persons, yes. Who was the other person? A uh, receptionist. And is she with the company? No. Why did she leave? She was told that there is no funding any longer. Why is there no funding? The company didn't have any money to pay. And for how long was she with the company? She was here for about two months. The office manager, for how long was he employed? For three months. And who was employed in his position before him? Because obviously, Umrah Connect was established before that. It was established almost close to just before Ramadan of last year. And who was employed in his position before him? I did that myself and Ridawan Khanand. So this issue you have stated is sub judice. Has a summons been served? No, no. We were informed that the summons is on our way by the Patel family. We're still waiting on the summons. And the case, we've received the case number from the Patel family. Now, Imam, can you provide clarity on what transpired between Umrah Connect International and the Patels? The Patels cancelled. Why We have the letter from the Patels. They cancelled because they were not happy with the way the bookings or the arrangements has been made. What went wrong with the arrangements? They were not prepared to wait a little longer to travel because, well, the passports did go away and there was some problem in the... You know, I'm not, I, I won't be able to discuss this. I don't know what's happened.
I wasn't in the office. The only thing I can tell you is that the Patels cancelled and that because they have cancelled, Umrah Kunek has acknowledged that they do owe the Patels. They have subsequently made a payment of 10,000 rand and they have said that they will pay them. Imam, you say that the office manager bears responsibility for what went wrong with the transaction between the company and the Patels. Who started the company? No, it doesn't matter who bears the responsibility. I took the responsibility when it happened. We're an organization that started the company. We were a few persons that started the company. Myself, Ridawan Khalant, and a few of the, the Mu'atta meeting that were with us, that traveled with us. Uh, we've come together for the first time. I've never had a company before or never had an uh, organization to that effect with regards to uh, Umrah. So those Mu'atta meeting that traveled with me, we came together and we decided, look, we're going to do Umrah on our own now. And that is how it started. We were all together five. And which company did you book via? You know, lady, I don't think I'm going to answer any of your questions. Because what is relevant here is that Umrah Konek owes the Patel family money. Mm. Umrah Konek has acknowledged to pay that money and they have acknowledged that they mm. do owe them that money. I think I have been advised to not mm. be at liberty to speak to you anything except that. So in terms of the Patel family, I understand that you owed them 60,000 rand, of which Umrah Connect International paid 10,000 rand. After the full amount was scheduled to be paid in two installments, why was the full installment not paid? There wasn't money available yet to pay them. When I contacted Emirates Airlines for the Anthony family, there was no history of the flight booking. No, nobody said that Emirates were paid. So what happened to the money? The money was utilized for services in the kingdom, the bookings for hotels, for beds in both cities. And as far as the bookings is concerned with the flights, according to what we have been told, that they cannot book the flight unless the visas is confirmed. Why were the visas not confirmed? According to our office manager, uh, there was a delay in the visas because there was no yellow card with it and it was returned. The yellow card being the vaccination card. Yeah, that was not worth it and it was returned, the passports. Some people may assume that on the side of Umrah Konek this was complete mismanagement. Is it? Was this mismanagement because an office manager cannot stand alone on complaints of this nature? We're not saying that it's the office manager. We're not accusing anybody. I'm saying that we take full responsibility of what happened. We owe the Patel family and we are prepared to pay them. When are you paying them? We are paying them as soon as our fun- these funds because we can't, cannot use the Mu'atta Mirin's money that has already booked for other journeys. We have to wait till we have paid all expenses of these Mu'atta Mirin and whatever is left there of that money can be utilized to pay whoever has to be paid. And in terms of the matter of the Anthony's, can you elaborate on their complaint? The Anthony's and ourselves have an agreement. It's uh, documented. I can uh, forward you the email of that. Uh, we, we have agreed to pay the Anthony's. They have decided subsequently to not fly now in March, but they will instead be reimbursed. And what is the amount that is owed to them? The 1,500 Imam, what happened with the Anthony's? Because when the Anthony's contacted us, it was the week that they expected to travel. And they clearly were unaware of what was happening with their travel arrangements, with people visiting them to greet them for what should have been the Umrah trip. Having only received proof of a travel booking and not confirmation of a paid ticket. Hence, I'm telling you now 
uh, we've only discovered that there was mismanagement and we are dealing with that at the moment and we are also busy with our attorneys to to sort that out because of the mismanagement and misappropriation in the office. Who has signing powers on the Umrah Connect International Bank account? There's three people that has signing powers Who's and I'm not at liberty to tell you that. Well, the company does not consist of many people. So, would you be one of those people? I'm one of the signatories, of course. Last week when I spoke to Imam, you clearly stated to me that you are not a signatory of the company's bank account. Well, I am one of the signatories. How many signatures are required for money to be released from the account? So, which means that if money was mismanaged... Three would have known that money has been mismanaged and three people would have known what the money was used for. The Patels gave 60,000 Rand of what should have been 90,000 Rand and the Anthony's gave the full amount of 31,500 Rand. What was the money used for? For services. Uh, services in the kingdom. Money for the flights was never spent. Where is the money? The flights was 18,000 Rand. Where did the money go to? Uh, well, there's, um, there's expenses in the offices. So normally when, when with any uh, company, they utilize the monies that comes into the company and they use it for the expenses, knowing that they're going to have a certain amount of people set for going. So they preempt, look, we've got an X amount of profit and from that profit, people is going to be paid. So the flights for the two Anthony brothers was 18,000 rand. How much did salaries cost in the office? Seven grand is paid to the office manager. Secretary was paid 2,000 rand. And the rest of the money? If you calculate three months at seven grand. No, I am referring to the Anthony's and the Patel's. The Anthony's paid their full amount. Not all in Umrah Connect's account. Into whose account did they pay? Ask the Anthony's. It was not paid all into Umrah Connect's account. That is enough. You know, that we can say because we are busy with the case, we're not at liberty to discuss. So you are saying that a portion of the Anthony's payment was paid into someone else's account? It was not paid into Umrah Connect's account, that's all I can say. If money comes into our account, yes, we take responsibility. Are you willing to show us records of your account? We're not at liberty to do that. We've already acknowledged we owe the Patels. We've already agreed to pay the Patels. Do you think that these answers suffice for people who would potentially place their trust in the company? Well, we don't care who wants to put trust in the company and not put trust in the company. Allah is enough to provide risk. It's not determined by man. It is determined by the Almighty. It is predetermined already. Mm. So I'm not interested who wants to put trust in the company, who doesn't want to put trust in the company. I'm saying this is the situation. We acknowledge a receive of payment from the Patel family. We have also acknowledged that they have cancelled and because of their cancellation, there is a contract, there is a waiting period for refunds and we are prepared to pay the Patels accordingly. I understand that Mr. Shamil Abbas was the office manager. He says that he has resigned from the company. But Imam, you have been cited as saying that Mr. Abbas was in actual fact fired. Can you clarify? Again, I'm going to say I'm not going to discuss this because we are busy. You know, it's he said and you said and you said and he said all over. I'm not going to entertain this. I'm not going to discuss it. It is, uh, we are busy with a, a legal proceeding and uh, we will, of course, inform the public with regards to that. I followed up with the then office manager, Shamil Abbas, regarding monies that were placed into personal accounts. This is what he had to say. You previously said that no money was paid into your personal account. 
No, no, no. Because I am currently sitting with a bank statement that shows that 1,500 rand was paid into your account. 1,500. Yes, 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 yes. That I can confirm. I can confirm that. Because I paid out of my pocket 1,600 rand. Why? That was for the... Um, that was let me just think back it was for was for services i'm just thinking i can confirm that that was paid into my account on the antonis imam fasih can umrah connect international be trusted not to end up in the same situation in the future what i can say is that we have the same mu'tamirin traveling with us year in and year out those mu'tamirin never had a problem this is an isolated case yes we learn by our mistakes it's the first time that we in the, uh, really doing something ourselves and yeah we we learn by our mistakes so yes we've made mistakes we have uh, perhaps not have the expertise to deal with the situation at the time but i think from those mu'tamirin that has traveled with myself in the past till now they have never had a problem traveling with me or dealing with me in my personal capacity assisting them with umrah with all the allegations of what you term as mismanagement of funds are you in too deep in terms of managing a company of this nature just i would like to say this much yes i think that i've uh, uh, i've made the wrong choices choosing the wrong persons you know believing that they would be able to manage it in a way befitting you know and they could not and they did not up till this day so yes because of that i feel that i've been done down and in by people that i trusted but at the end of the day like i say it's a learning curve and inshallah you know we still have life and we still have time to make amends Now in studio we also have Rahima September one of the Mu'tamirin who is scheduled to travel later this month and who actually previously traveled with Imam Fasih Adams Rahima in what capacity did Imam Fasih previously arrange your journey it wasn't under Umrah Connect but it was with Imam Fasih in his personal capacity I booked with him I've got whatever I was promised both the times and I'm now I'm booked with him and I'm on my way I can must say because everything has been booked when did you book with him previously 2014 and 2015 we were a hundred at 2014 I am assuming that you have heard the allegations tabled against the company. Did it not bother you? Yeah, but it didn't bother me at all because I know. Have you been issued a paid ticket slip? It's on the I saw I saw it on there but we didn't receive it yet or because I don't have an email. But I've saw it on the computer even showed us the because it's the about to issue it, no? Yeah. It's being printed. tomorrow or whatever day because I work hard for my money and I will never let my money go down the drain mm-hmm. I trust Imam Fasih with my life no matter who said what people is making wrong assumptions about me with Imam my man is sitting next to me in the middle of the night dictating to me what I must tell on Facebook and I'm mad and I must go for mental inst- uh, whatever because I'm taking Imam's part I'm not taking a part I'm just telling the truth 
Now, when you previously traveled with Imam Fasih, did you experience any problems? Not with Imam Fasih. With that was the guy that was in Imam Strasina, the manager of the money. I was supposed to go to Aqsa that time already, and I know he, the money went to him. And Imam is now taking me to Aqsa without the money that he took. I gave it to Imam, and Imam gave it to him in my presence. So this time you will have the Aqsa leg of the trip covered by Umrah Connect International. I'm paying just for my Makamadina and Shiarats, everything. Imam Fasih, can you take us through what previously transpired? In 2014, we took Mu'atamiri. Again, I didn't want to be involved in the monetary affairs. And we appointed an individual to be in charge of the bank and, and whatever. Unfortunately, everything with the Qudrat of Allah, I cannot say that we did not go to Makkah. But it was a month prior to our departure when we got concerned because we're not receiving any confirmations of flights and accommodation. And as you know, if you're not a signatory on the account, you don't have the right to go into the bank and ask for a bank statement. We couldn't do that. However, we managed to get a bank statement and knowing that that monies as it came in was transferred into this person's company every single hour after deposit when money came in it was transferred to the company of this particular person when we took this hundred people obviously they needed to be a name for the account and then uh, an account was opened in the name of IPRI which means Islamic People's Living Empowerment of which Mr. Ridi was one of the directors you know uh, gave him carte blanche to open the account and obviously to, to do the signatory powers and to see to everything you know because it's a man that has a business What happened to the money that was paid into this individual's account? Subsequently, a month prior to our departure, we were um, a bit concerned. We called uh, the relevant party and we asked him, look, how far are we, you know, with the traveling uh, arrangements? Uh, we were told everything is still on par. Um, at the time of our departure, everybody went on the Umrah, right? Um, uh, he took the, the lesser group because he departed earlier. I took the bigger group because I departed later. And uh, subsequently, we um, discovered that um, everybody went with the Qudrat of Allah. And um, yes, there was hiccups. There was hiccups. The hiccups was that um, whilst we were on our way, not yet in the kingdom, people were not happy with the accommodation that, that he arranged for them. They subsequently arranged a new accommodation. When we landed in Jeddah, I phoned him. He said to us that uh, we are not going to Medina, we're going to Makkah. We went to Makkah. And then from Makkah, we went to Medina without hiccups. We had a fantastic time in Makkah and we had a fantastic time in Medina. However, before we departed to Medina, he wasn't ready for Medina. And I left for Medina. And because of my integrity in the kingdom, I got an accommodation without having to pay for it immediately, waiting on his money to come through. And his money did come through. He said to us, money came through on the 26th, you know, the day, or the day of departure. Money will only come through and then afterwards the money will come through as well. So why was the accommodation not organized prior to leaving? That is what we wanted to know by him. Since he was in charge of all our monies and had, you know, caught lunch over the account, why didn't you book our stuff? So why did the Mu'atamiri not go to Aqsa? No, the, the reason why Khadja uh, could not go to Aqsa is because there was, like I said, we, when we came to Makkah, he didn't even have enough money for Medina because his monies were still coming through. So I spoke to Khadja 
And I said to her, you know the situation. She knows that she gave me the money and I gave it immediately in her presence and witnesses to this person. So I said to her, hold on, inshallah, when I'm by the means, I will take you for Aqsa. And she agreed to that. We, till this day, we are not getting answers as to what happened to So them. why not open a case against him? I did ask for advice from the police at the time, and they said to us, you know what, this is not going to help us in any way. We, you know, money is going to be paid off. I said, well, let's just leave it as is. As long as we have paper trail, we have the proof of the bank that I was never involved in the account, that I never had power over the account, and we have all the bank statements for that year to prove that at any stage in time, you know, how the money went into his company's account and things like that. So we keep that, you know. So if anyone asks us, we can show those relevant documents. You say that these issues relate to mismanagement. If you were placed in the position that the Patels and the Anthonys now find themselves forced to deal with, would you trust yourself or the company Umrah Connect International? Well, um, if I were the Mu'atamirin, then I would first and foremost practice Surah Khujarat verse 7. Now, besides, besides uh, mentioning any ayat of the Quran, no, no. I think that... Now, before no. we are Mu'atamirins, as a Mu'atamirin, this is a spiritual journey. Am I correct in saying that? But in terms of pure business practice, if you know that a company has continuously employed people who, according to you, is the reason you have experienced these management issues, would you trust such a company? If I know the person, yes, I would. Because it, it, wasn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, the person is the guilty person, you know, because of what others did. So if you have a contract with a service provider and you are experiencing problems with the said service provider, you may, like the CEO of the company, would you extend your contract with the service provider? Well, the Mu'atamirin that travelled with me and still travelling with me has never had issues with me. That is why they're still travelling with me. When they, when they do it directly with me, they don't have a problem. So I have decided again to ensure that this Mu'atamirin leaves let me take the reins and handle it myself. Now, Imam Fasih, you say that you are a spiritual leader, but what qualifies you in that capacity? My expertise in the, in the, in the field as a, as a, as a matter But what is your expertise? I'm well-versed with the Umrah and the Hajj in every aspect, whether it be shuruts and arkans, whether it be wajibats, whether it be sunnas, and I'm well-versed with the history of every Ziyara place. I studied under Sheikh Shahid Satarin, and I studied under the late Imam Abu Bakr Simon, and I've studied under the late Maulana Qasim Sima Saib, and I've also did, did uh, my studies with Sheikh Faik Hamildin, and I've also, there's so many ulama under whom I've studied. In terms of the upcoming trip at the end of March this year, how many people will be traveling with you? Um, we've got 35 people there. And you've indicated that you'll be paying the Anthony's and the Patels. Correct. Where will that money be coming from? From the profits made out of this journey, inshallah. How are you making profits? We add an amount of for, for our services rendered, for administration, and uh, those monies then is utilized to pay those that we are indebted to. So how were you unable to make a profit previously with the Anthony's and the Patels? They, they've paid 60 grand. And the Anthony's? 31,500. But like I said, with the Anthony's, there's a discrepancy in which account has been, of those monies has been paid. So that we are busy investigating. Why are you unwilling to show us what monies was put in and removed from the company's account? There's nothing to clear anymore. 
it's all over the social media. So I'm not interested in, in, to explain anything anymore. What I can say is I've acknowledged that these monies were received and that I'm prepared to ensure, even though I'm one of the executive, I'm not the person alone. But I've taken that responsibility being the chairperson. The office manager, Mr. Abbas, says that he was not a signatory. He never was. So you're insinuating that money was placed into Mr. Abbas's personal account? No, I'm not suggesting. What you I said told it went into someone's account. It went into someone's account. I'm not mentioning any names. Was he fired? No, time was asked to leave. Why? I'm not going to discuss that now. Was it because of this situation or a previous incident because the Patels, when they first communicated with the company, they did not deal with Mr. Abbas? So who did they deal with? Uh, the Patels is 150% correct when they say that. They dealt with me. When Shamil came, he needed to make the arrangements. Let me just say, like I said before, and things did not go off well as far as that is concerned. But did you pay the accommodation? We know that the. F- but did you pay the accommodation? We know that the flights were not paid. Yes, it was booked. What else was booked? W- whatever services is needed and required for the Mortamirin. Did you inform the Mortamirin about the requirement of the biometrics? Biometrics. So did yes. you inform them about yes, it? Yes, I believe that Shamil did inform them. You believe that I was present when he told him about the biometrics. I understand that 12 people were scheduled to travel, including the Anthony's and the Patel's. Why did nothing go wrong with the other six bookings? When I was in charge, right, everything I did. So when, uh, then we had management taken over completely. So I was excluded in every arrangement and, in, and, and therefore, you know, things went wrong at that time. And that is why we are busy like I said to you, we are busy following the legal process to sort that out. Perhaps, you know, um, because of the, the taken over by management, you know, that was a point that things went wrong. And we're still busy getting to the bottom of it, to the core of what has really transpired. Will Umrah Connect International be making a case against persons allegedly involved in the mismanagement of funds? Our intention to do so, because we've also found receipt books with a duplicate, even those receipts where Mu'atamirin brought the receipts and when we opened up the book, not in the front of the book, at the back of the book, the receipt was written out and the duplicate was also torn up by the monies were paid. So people brought cash to you? Yes, not to me, to the office, yeah. Is this aside from the Patels and the Yes, that cash wasn't even deposited into our account. And that is why we are busy with uh, investigation with regards to that, uh, because uh, it is a rule that nobody is supposed to take cash, especially because of this. What was the amounts that were listed in the receipt books? Well, there's one amount of four grand, but when we noticed that, we immediately sent it for auditing. You know, so we're busy to see if there's any other amounts that perhaps has been, you know, given to Mohatamirin. And um, like I said, we have been informed. In fact, Anthony showed me, you know, a, a message the money needed to be deposited into a personal account, you know, which they did according to them. And into whose account was it placed? You know what? I wasn't interested because you know why? My name is out there. What is this going to help? Is that an acceptable answer when it is both your name and the company's name that are involved? But more importantly, it is people's money. So should you not want to know who took the money? 
Well, you know, the people has already judged. We are talking about the fact that this is business. And at times we conflate religion and business. This is business. It is essentially a business contract that Umrah Connect International entered into with the Mu'atamirin. You were made aware of the fact that money was placed into an individual's personal account. What made you feel that you are not going to pay attention to it? We are, like I said, we are busy with legal proceedings with regards to that. And it's, it's not that, that I am not at liberty to now mention these names. You don't have to mention a name, but was it someone from your office? <laughs> no, I'm not going to... I'm not going to really tell it on that now. I, because I, I've been advised not to mention anything, you know, at the time, at this moment in time. Inshallah, in the future, when this thing does take its um, role, you know, once it goes out into a, being a case and, you know, there's a case number and everything is done the legal way, I'd be glad to to come out and give a statement with regards to that. Given that you require an office manager, what other form of employment do you have? I have a madrasa. It's situated in Tafelsig Mitzelsplein. I mm-hmm. conduct evening classes in different areas within the Western Cape. I am a death register. do a lot of janazas, burials for people, corpus burials, those that cannot afford, I do. And um, I have a food kitchen where I distribute food and uh, I have a pensioner's monthly lunch for the pensioner. Imam Fasih, what are you going to be doing differently to ensure that claims such as these are not made against you? To be quite honest, it's difficult to get people out there to assist you in this regard since I've been proven time and time again that sometimes you think it's trustworthy people and at the end of the day you're shooting yourself in the foot. Arrows and fingers are pointed to you. So for now, I would rather seek legal assistance and ask them how to set this up in a way befitting where things like this shouldn't have happened and it should never happen in the future. I have a passion for Makkah and Medina. This is an isolation. There's so many operators with millions and half a millions of rands that's involved in, in, in this industry. This is a family or two and I don't wish it to be going into that direction where half a million are being mismanaged or mishandled by people. That is that is why henceforth, inshallah, I will be trying and, and seeking from a legal point of view as to how do I get to do this in a way proper, administered and managed so that such occasions, incidents does not ever happen again. But for my passion for Makkah and Medina, I will continue to strive for that because I love Makkah and I love Medina. And that is why I will never give up going over there or assisting people who wants to go there. Umrah Connect International is clearly not suspending business. So in terms of the business practices of the company, is there anything you'd like to say about the integrity of the company? Well, um, I'd like to believe that um, uh, in every uh, company there is teething stages and that there is mistakes that is being made. And uh, like I say, it's not half a million, quarter million, it's less than even a, a hundred thousand. And so some, sometimes there's room for mistakes. One has to learn by that, of course, you know, and that you ratify it. While Umrah Connect International has indicated that it will refund both the Patel and Anthony families questions around who should be held responsible for the purported mismanagement of funds remains unanswered. This matter has certainly lifted the lid on the need for regulation within the South African Umrah industry. For VOC News, I'm Dakira Desai.